Imagine building an organization that provides not just for you and your family, but for the families of hundreds more. A brand recognized as a leader in your field. Why is it that some leaders are able to inspire a team and have a profound impact on our world, while others attempt to beat their teams into submission through micromanagement and managers who, regardless of title, are not leaders, costing their business to lose great talents and resources through attrition and toxic culture, ultimately running a great brand right into the ground? There is something else at play here, and we want to know why. It's your brand. Protect it. Protect it from both the outside and inside of your organization. Welcome to Brandology Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Mosier, alongside co-host David Morrow. We explore great leaders, great brands, and the reasons why they succeed. We also take a look at stories of toxic cultures and the fall of some iconic brands. We'll play brand trivia and interview some of the leading entrepreneurs in today's business world. David and I want to let everyone understand why we do what we do. Think about what a brand actually is. It's what others say about you and your organization after you leave the room. And we want to protect that reputation. Data breaches literally destroy brands that have been around for generations. We've seen it with our own eyes. When trust is broken, brands are severely damaged and often irreparably. If you take pride and joy in your brand, which you should, because it's everything that matters, then take the necessary steps to protect it from cyber threats. A data breach is a breach of trust. So come talk to us at All Covered. We have a national footprint with local offices to help keep your brand in business. It's your brand. Protect it. Brandology Podcast is available everywhere you get your podcasts. And as always, please don't forget to subscribe, follow, and download. Thanks for listening. And now let's begin. Welcome, everybody, to Brandology Podcast. I'm your host, David Morrow, in the studio today with my co-host, Mark Mosher. Mark, how are you today? And you are on mute. My co-host is on mute, as always. Isn't, isn't that the catchphrase because, of 2020? Isn't yes. that the catchphrase? You're on mute. <laughs> you are on mute. It is I'm doing well COVID today, David. Thank 19 you. catchphrase. Yes, I'm doing exceptionally well, David. Are you exceptionally well? Exceptionally well. makes it exceptionally well? Considering I've been in like nine meetings with you, and most of them have been dumpster fires. So what is making today so great? Uh, it's a choice, yes. right? Happiness is a choice. I choose to be happy today. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. still looking for that. You're waiting for your choice. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my choice to be made. So uh, we are very excited to have in our studio today also someone from across the pond, Veronica. Veronica, welcome very much. Thank you so Hello, much for joining. David and Mark, thank you very much for having me. It's such a pleasure to, you know, hear you guys talk and joke and have fun and just, you know, chill. <laughs> right? Well, that's great. So we understand that you had some home renovation going on today. You had a whole bunch of things happening. Um, but, you know, for our listeners' sake, let's start from the top and just kind of tell us who you are and what it is you do. And then we'll go from there. Right. Wow. <laughs> so I like to um, look at it as me packaging your gold dust. 
I work with passionate service-based business owners, right? And I help them identify their gold dust of skills, of experiences, of talents, of, you know, um, gifts that they have, of their secret sauce. And I help them package that gold dust into an online course that has meaning, that has soul, <laughs> and that sheds light and takes their tribe from pain to gain. So I work mainly with uprising coaches, you know, um, coaches in pivoting from the offline world into the online and creating those impact online courses so that they can transfer their knowledge to their tribe and pass on the wisdom so that their tribe can you know, also thrive in their own way. So that's what I do. I do that with passionate uh, passion and I feel it's all about unleashing that fearless warrior because as passionate service-based business owners, we're on a mission to serve. And that's the warrior kind of mindset. The warrior has been somewhere, she's done something and now she's here to serve her tribe. And that's how we do it by online courses, online programs that we can have a massive impact globally. So in a nutshell, it's the gold wow. dust effect. So that is excellent. So you leverage technology by being able to harness female entrepreneurs or female leaders to really kind of, you know, as you say, package their gold dust, right? That's yes. your that's your thing. So what does that mean? It means that you have the knowledge and you have skills uncle david you have wisdom and you are you know serving the world you're serving people but you want to leverage you want to have a greater impact you want to impact millions globally so you need to package that wisdom you need to package that knowledge into an online course to teach others what you know in a form of a service so in a nutshell <laughs> uncle david it's all about packaging what you already know, what you've experienced, and creating an online course so that you can impact millions. Wow. So I love that. And I'm, I'm inspired and I'm, I'm not even well, your own. I, I will tell you because <laughs> that it, Veronica, and how do you pronounce your last name? Veronica Owusu. Owusu? Yes, Owusu. Owusu, okay. Yes. And um, before we begin, like, where are you from originally? Is it Ghana? Yes, so I'm half Ghanaian, half Polish. My, I was born and raised in Ghana. That's where my heart and my soul is. That's where the rhythm comes from. So um, I was born and bred in Ghana. My mom is Polish. And when I finished my A-levels, I traveled to Poland to From do my Ghana master's. in Poland? Wow. Yes. So wait, hang on, hang on. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Ghana and Poland do not intersect often. Oh, are you, are you sure oh, about yeah. that? I don't know. You're, I've got a really good example of when they did. That, that they do. They actually How do. So you see, back in, the, uh, back in the early 60s, um, when Ghana gained her independence from the, um, the British colony, okay. from the British Empire, we had our very first president, Kwame Nkrumah. And he had socialist views. So he was in very close relations with Poland, the Soviet Union then. Sure. And um, they were interacting, you know, the lots of infrastructure during that time. 
uh, in Ghana were built by the Soviet Union, um, you know, the, the, the different organizations from that country, from Poland. So my dad, who was an engineer and worked at the Ghana Broadcasting Corporation, was sent to Poland to uh, on scholarship to um, you know, expand his knowledge on the engineering sector and bring back that wisdom to Ghana to further develop the infrastructure within the broadcasting um, sector. And he, that's where he met my mom. So yes, there were many Ghanaians back then in Poland. And my mom was one of the first wave of Polish people that came to Ghana. So we're, we're many. <laughs> wow, what a great story. That's great. Let, yeah. me, um, let me ask you, I want to ask you, I got a lot of questions really about, <laughs> about your cult, coaching and your style. But mm. I want to have the listeners be sure that they uh, get to your website. And that is vpowercoaching.com. Is that right? Uh, Absolutely, because V Power, that's me, aka Veronica, of course, Owusu, but aka V Power Coach. Your branding is is outstanding. The website, it's it's bright, it's got an energy like you do. It's uh yeah, the the branding you've done a really good job. And yeah, we'll we'll definitely encourage and we'll have a link down in our summary uh, along with the podcast so the listeners can click right on the link to get to your website. Absolutely. So let me ask you about um the um the deep mindset. I saw that you had you use that phrase. I think a couple times that I saw mm-hmm. um, the deep dive mindset. What what does that relate to? What's that? So over nine years ago, I found myself standing in front of a pawnbroker's shop selling my precious belongings as two of our companies had been declared bankrupt. An import-export company, we were importing natural unrefined shea butter from Ghana to Poland. We were supplying cosmetic companies with this raw material. We ran a web uh, development branding agency back then as well. Over five years, things were great until they started spiraling down. And in that moment, standing in front of that prom broker shops, holding my precious belonging in one hand, handing it over to the man over the counter, I heard that voice, that little whisper. And my, the hair on my hair and on my head, and also on my back really stood as I shivered. And I really realized that, oh my goodness, what am I doing? What are you doing, Veronica, said the voice. You know, that little whisper that you always hear. Absolutely. And Mark and I have w- both... And I speak for Mark because I'm his boss. Yeah. Even if this isn't factually true, I'm going to take his story as mine. Um, we so, both we both have been there. And, yes. And, yeah. Yeah. And so it was in that moment, pretty much. But there's one so, thing that is but, different. But here. it didn't stop them. They Uh-oh. just took yep. those no's as chips <laughs> along the board, and they were still playing the game. Right. That's fine. It's still going. It's that's that, fine. That only if. Drive. Only that's if. That's fine, only if you're living your dream. I was living right. somebody else's dream. I was oh, living somebody else's uh, expectation of who I sh- should or shouldn't oh, be. Oh, wow. So there's a twist to that story, you see, David. Yeah. So when you're in that state of mind and um, you're rowing somebody else's boat and you realize that all these years you've been living somebody else's dream and you start who to ask that? yourself. Who is that? <laughs> so it's a bit of a personal story here. So that's my ex-husband. Well, that's <laughs> so it was in that moment I talk about this very particular second when I was standing there passing over my precious belongings because I had realized I was living somebody else's dream. So the question was, okay, Veronica, so what do you want? Ooh. And to answer that question, I had to say, okay, but then who am I? Because if I had been living somebody else's expect, um, according to somebody somebody else's expectation of who I should or shouldn't be, 
and I needed to let that go, the question, you can't help but ask the question, okay, then who are you? Who are you when you've lost every single thing that you have ever identified yourself with? Your status, your, you know, the cars, the company, you know, the, <laughs> the property, every single thing lost. So who on earth are you beyond those labels is the deep question that when we face those failures or setbacks, if you don't have an answer, you can spiral down the, the rabbit hole, lose your confidence, lose your identity, yeah, and absolutely. you can go down the wrong way, especially when you're not living up to your dreams. So because if you're living your dreams and you know your passion, well, then you can you know arise from that state of, of mind and pursue your dreams, continue that a different way, but you continue pursuing your dreams. So it's really identifying who I was. And that's where the deep diver comes in. I had to dive deep. And they say you can only take your clients as deep as you have been. I've been deep. So um, it it, it was a whole journey, (laughs) a whole journey of reprogramming my mind, reprogramming, rewiring my belief system, because I realized that actually the fact that I was selling that palm broker shop, lost everything, wondering who I was, was nobody's fault but mine. It was well, my responsibility. Exactly right, because we love to blame COVID. <laughs> yeah. We love to blame our parents, right? We love it. It's so convenient to blame my mom and dad. It's so convenient to blame COVID. It's so convenient to blame. Is it really blaming or is it more of a just socially a acceptable thought with a socially acceptable excuse? Exactly. It's, yeah. it's called it's called the default mode. You just right. test default. Yeah. That's what that's the what what we've been programmed that's how we've been programmed the first thing that you think of is what you think you're supposed to be thinking but the truth yeah so veronica without giving away any you know um trivia secrets without giving away any of your 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 coaching secrets so obviously you you deprogrammed yourself would that be an accurate statement absolutely you know after that moment that very week i remember that like today that very week I stumbled as if by destiny, as if it was supposed to happen. I stumbled upon the audiobook of uh, Conversations with God by Donald um, Neil Walsh and Neil Donald Walsh. Neil Donald Walsh. Conversations Neil with Donald God. Walsh. Now, do you uh, no, nothing nothing religious, ironically okay. enough. Okay, ironically but you enough. believe in a higher power. Absolutely. Um, I believe in in energy. I believe in the universe. I believe in God. We all call it different things. That's just a label. The truth is we cannot even confine the concept of the power into a label. It's limiting. Right. Right. So, you can't um, limit that power. That power absolutely. can't be limited. And I Into a label? Get too personal yeah. by asking that. Oh, no. <laughs> there is more things that bring us together than there are that keep us apart. Absolutely. Yes, when we do choose to see them, right. we will find them. It depends on whether you want to divide or you want to. Absolutely, where your focus goes, yeah. you know, where where your focus goes, creation flows. I always say yeah. so. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I I'm going to use that, Veronica. I, I love like that. that. Where your where your focus goes, your creation cre- flows. Tag me, Veronica, because I, I it, yeah, of course yes, it's inspired yes. by where focus goes, energy flows, isn't it? That's your original. But the truth is, <laughs> but where energy goes, creation flows because energy is creative. Hey, Mark, are you excited about this uh, 2021 Female Leadership Summit? Oh, David, this is going to be incredible. I can't wait. I'm I'm really pumped about it. The 2021 Brandology Female Leadership Summit is going to be your opportunity to access a wealth of leadership insight from a world-class faculty we've put together 
ready to equip and inspire you regardless of your field or industry. Yeah, so each chosen leader will provide a short you know, five to 10 minute presentation on culture, on leadership and practical ways to help you succeed. Um, there'll also be a panel discussion on hot topics. Uh, the belief female leadership matters is more important today than ever before. Absolutely. That's why the 2021 Brandology Female Leadership Summit will give you access to this unique group of world-class faculty who will share their distinct perspectives, inspiring and equipping you with practical skills you can use right away. That's right. And some of the topics our leaders will dive into will be agile and inventive leadership methods, identifying practical methods to better manage your time, how a positive culture also improves productivity and how to leverage advances in technology to achieve that. Overcoming fear and negative self-talk, creating collaborative dynamics in teams and leading through crisis. So don't miss the 2021 Female Leadership Summit only on Brandology Podcast. So subscribe and download the episodes to be notified of this upcoming event. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you. Hey everyone, Mark and I are really excited about a special feature we have coming up about the rise and the challenges of this technology transportation company that has literally changed the world. It experienced explosive growth, but had constant controversy making it one of the most fascinating companies to emerge over the past two decades. The firm, which was founded back in 2009, soon grew to become one of the highest valued private startup companies in the world. And yet its leadership, culture, and business practices have all been called into question, and the brand itself has been under seemingly constant attack. Join us as we explore the rise, the challenges of this technology transportation company. We've all used it and the leaders who are now trying to save it today. Join us as we discuss the rise and fall of Uber Technologies. Let me switch gears a little bit on you here. Um, so here's, here's an unknown fact for the listeners uh, and David. So Veronica was a school teacher. Yes. What? Yes, <laughs> yeah. because we love, we love, she was an Hard English teacher. <laughs> no, I was in Poland. That was where I was a teacher Whoa. for over 10 years in the Polish schools. Really? So I finished my master's yeah. in educational sciences back in Poland. I did, I did that seven years, did my master's, got my, you know, qualification and I worked in the Polish schools in the primary sector. Do they have a big pension in Poland? So, you know, according to the um, standards of living, it is average. Okay. Um, it is average. Somewhat similar to America. Uh, you know, I wouldn't know how much it is in America, but so be, being a teacher and educator and an examiner back in Poland, um, this was actually what inspired me to do what I do now packaging my teaching experience plus my coaching. Um, I help these passionate service-based business owners create their courses, That's their online great. courses, because as a teacher, as an educator, like creating lesson plans, um, program development schemes was like second nature for us. You know, yep. especially in Poland, which they were very rigid about these things. Like they, they had you to, they had to master these things. 
lots of bureaucracy, lots of paperwork. You know, you're all constantly creating these lesson plans, these courses, these pro programs, right, for the term and for the whole school year. So um, this is what has helped me, you know, package my skills and help others create your courses. But as a teacher, it's a tough world. And um, unless you've really been in the classroom, <laughs> you'll never really understand why um, we do need to go on those holidays when the schools are closed, then the teachers also have their break, right? It's right. so much needed. It's a very, um, in a positive way, you really give a lot of energy. Well, at least for me, and I love teaching. I still do. You can see this in my coaching style as well. It's all, and that's a gold dust I spoke about in the beginning. Everything that makes who you are, even your failures, the insights you've taken from them is what you package into your program and share that, you know, in, in the modules or in the lessons or whatever it is that you're transferring. So when you say an online course, let's define what that means, first of all. So the different, right. um, the different forms, right? You can have a live group coaching it's right. an online experience, right. isn't right. it? So you have a global like one on one, one on ones and a group, uh, one to many live right. where you're there physically with the yeah. person or with the group of people. So that's an online course that you're running live, right? right. You can also have a totally hundred percent digital version where you have your course recorded. It's only you and the camera and you're just recording the modules recording the lessons and um, you just make it accessible on a platform or you can have a mixture of both live and recorded so when we talk about online courses there's a whole array of forms that you can choose but when you're starting from the beginning i always suggest that you start with live sessions so that you test okay. it you iron out all the wrinkles before you yep. start recording you tweak it here and there you you experience you get the results you see this is it and then you can go digital and say, yes, I've got this powerful product, this powerful course that is going to impact millions because now I can make it more accessible to the masses through this digital form and make money while you sleep. That really is a great way to, to kind of sharpen the message or sharpen the iron, isn't it? Is through that that live in-person or that live face-to-face -face, um, methodology. Absolutely. So let me ask you, I was, so towards the end of when you were kind of transferring out of teaching is that about the time you started your your import export business for the shea butter it was within that period of time okay. mark yes you see i was actually all about inspiration and impact i got that from my mother who was also a teacher i remember when i was 16 years old about mm -hmm. um i that's, finished my, that's the inspiration <laughs> that's yes, I, I finished my um my classes and I went to my mom. She was the superintendent of the nursery department. I remember, you know, and I went to the back of the class. I was like, you know, I was tired the whole day just watching her in front of 30 kids, about five-year-olds, six-year-olds, looking at her in awe, so inspired, excited as she told her story, showing her, her the, the, the book and telling the story of, I don't, I'm not quite sure what it was about, but I was so fascinated of her ability to hypnotize these children. <laughs> I was like, I want to do that. Right. I want to inspire, yeah, <laughs> I want to impact. So I followed my mom's footsteps to become a teacher and it was a conscious choice. So you see, during the teaching years, you have this nudge 
from the society that you know you have to be an entrepreneur you have to do business you have to do that make money so when the idea popped hey let's create a business why don't we do this you're from ghana i'm from poland let's do an import export company i had, I had lots of contacts back home like it sure sense, right? yeah, yeah cool <laughs> or hey i'm a night i'm i'm I, you know he, he was an it specialist let's create a web development company we have graphic designers we have web developers and so on and so forth so it was a venture that i um, embarked on during the whole period as a teacher and slowly slowly I, I took less hours and was more involved with the company so it was during those 10 years of experience as a teacher that um, the entrepreneur the entrepreneurial journey um, kind of wove into it yes that's and, great um, yeah there are lots that's, of lessons and things that I've learned from that experience as well so that's our that's, gold dust let's take a break and let's do some brand culture trivia Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome everyone to Brand Culture Trivia, where the points don't matter, but the brand does. In this segment, we play a trivia game against our guest. I'm your host, Mark Mosier, along with my co-host, David Morrow. David, tell us about the rules and the awesome prizes. Absolutely. The rules are as follows. You get to guess as fast as you can. You get as many answers as you want. And the first one to give the right answer wins a point. The first contestant to three points wins the game. What do you get if you win? Glad you asked. You get 14,684 Brandology bucks. What is is that worth? Those are absolutely worthless. But we might send you a sticker for playing. So let's get started with brand culture trivia. David, why don't you spin the wheel of trivia and see what our first question is? All right, here I go. It is a heavy, heavy wheel. So. I really like you for you because I really <laughs> like you. All right, so brand culture trivia, question one. I'm loving it. McDonald's. All I right. Can. Got it. Good job. Way to go. It's one to nothing. Uh, let's do one more. Just do it. Uh, Nike. All oh, right. right. That is fantastic. It's two to nothing. Okay. So now let me go in. Another. Let me go into what I have in my actual. Thing. Does it warm up? No, it's two to zero. That is two to nothing. And Mark, frankly, if you had 100,000 times as many points as you had now, you would still be at zero. Because 100,000 times zero is still zero. So, Veronica, you're winning. So let me see. Oh, I've got so many good things. All right. In the category of drink the king of beers marlboro oh my god did you say beers beers <laughs> oh king of beers uh, something that is on the uk version of brandology trivia i don't drink beer <laughs> <laughs> we don't either okay um yeah let's say the queen Close. Keep guessing. Keep guessing. Okay. Mickey's. 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 Little Kings. 
a stud. Mickey's Big Mouth? Yeah, remember Mickey's Big Mouth? Yeah. Dude, that's like from 1978. I've just shown my age. Uh, I appreciate that, actually. I will drink one with you. (laughs) Well, if if you gave me, you know, a Polish kind of um, name, I'd give you the Polish names of all the beers. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to hold that one. Let's go to the next one. It gives you wings. Oh, Red Bull. All right, you win. And we have a winner. Oh, Veronica, you... (laughs) That is a good job. So you are the winner of 16,854... We will have the accounting department wire these funds directly to your accounting department. <laughs> we'll hire a British plane or something. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. Hey, everyone. Mark and I are really excited about a special feature we have coming up about the rise and the challenges of this technology transportation company that has literally changed the world. It experienced explosive growth but had constant controversy making it one of the most fascinating companies to emerge over the past two decades. The firm, which was founded back in 2009, soon grew to become one of the highest-valued private startup companies in the world. And yet its leadership, culture, and business practices have all been called into question, and the brand itself has been under seemingly constant attack. Join us as we explore the rise, the challenges of this technology transportation company. We've all used it and the leaders who are now trying to save it today. Join us as we discuss the rise and fall of Uber Technologies. Well, let's get back to it. I got one question that's that's really been weighing on me that I've wanted to ask, and I just kind of wanted to to get the listeners up to speed and who you were and what you do. But I'm curious as you as you work with with coaches and leaders and work with your clients, do you have some type of methodology or means by which to help them find their gold dust? Because I get yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I call it the WAB. That's your Warrior Authority Biography. Um, It's pretty much uh, creating this um, eagle's eye overview of everything that you ever have represent, uh, that represents who you are, your essence. And it is like a mind map that we create together and we dig deep into your memory lane, your story, and we retrieve all that gold dust in the form of career roles, in the form of skills, in the form of um, these passions that you have, um, interests, values, secret source, secret passions that you've never told a soul, every single thing. And at the beginning, it doesn't make sense because you're writing all these things. But when you look at it from an eagle's eyes perspective, you start joining the dot. You start seeing that, wow, okay, I've done this before. I have this skill, which I totally forgot about. And this is what I love doing. So these are the kind of clients I'm going to be um, creating. These these are my ideal clients because this is what I have been through. And this is how I can help them solve this problem, which I have had. You know, So you create this um, whole eagle's eye overview of who you really are. And you can identify 
things that really stand out for you. And this is just the beginning of your online course. What we do is what we call, what I call a warrior authority biography. It is what gives you the authority. It is what gives you the exclusiveness. It is what gives you the credibility to run the show. That ah, is your gold dust because cool. you need that ace. A, very that cool. is your authority. C, that is your credibility. E, your exclusiveness. And that's your goal. That's what makes you exclusive. What gives you authority? What gives you credibility? And to be able to do that, you need to really sit down with yourself and ask yourself with the guidance of the coach, those questions that really allow you to dig deeper into the essence of everything that you've ever been through, everything that you've ever done, all the things that are important to you, all the things that really spark the light within you, and put that on paper and create. Okay, this... hang tight. Hang, hang on. Yes. Sama, Sama. Please call it time out. <laughs> Sama, Sama. Go through the acronyms, the letters. What do they stand for? The, the, the WAB or the ACE? No, the A stands for the authority. Yes, the credibility and the exclusiveness. WAB, that's your warrior authority biography. Because that way, when you create this eagle's eye overview of who you are, because very often we lose that concept of who you right. are. If I ask you, who we are you? We all <laughs> Absolutely. So if you want to run a successful online course, you need to know the bloody hell who you are. Right. Because I'm, I'm not just about any kind of course and you can just do, no. I want a really deep, soulful, if you look at my website, it's meaningful and it's so The bloody hell, which means in <laughs> which terms, what the fuck? <laughs> lightly, well, very lightly, um, you know, put. Can I ask about that? Because as I've read through, um, you know, some of your clients' comments and people's reviews of your work, yes. <laughs> I, I saw a reoccurring message or thought, I guess, and that was the, your ability to really help people find that gold dust and that the, right. at the end, they know that's their gold dust and they, they found it. You just, you know, helped show them the way. Um, so I'm, that's that's really encouraging. I'm glad you shared that with us. And again, for all the listeners, you've got to go to her website, epowercoaching.com. Got to check out Verona. Uh, if you can't feel the energy from the podcast, check her out. Send her an email. Connect on LinkedIn. This is an amazing human being. And I encourage everybody to go to your website and check this out. <laughs> Thank you. Well, as we wind down, um, I've got a couple questions I kind of like to ask at the end. And they're really kind of off of what we've been talking about. And then I want to get really close and personal and deep here. Are you able to hear gold dust one? I'm a deep, I'm, I'm deep. Yeah, I'm just, no, I'm curious out of all the places you've been to Poland and Ghana, and now you're in the UK, what was the one place that really stood out that you traveled to? You know what? The one place that really stood out and stands out is going to be where my home is. That's Ghana, um, you know, in the outskirts of Ghana. We have, of course, beautiful beaches, but there's a rich cultural history um, that dates way, way back, even before colonialism came into the picture. And there is a rich cultural heritage that many people have not heard about or un are unaware of, of how we lived before even um, people stepped into the shores of uh, the Gold Coast, it was once called. Yes, Ghana used to be called the Gold Coast yeah. because it was gold, literally, on the beaches if you took, you know, and and... 
So before that, so I really um, love the cultural landmarks in Ghana that really have a deep spirit when you enter the those buildings, when you enter those places. So it's not like countries such as Tanzania or Kenya, where you have the safari as a very significant part right. of your tourism. Ghana, on the other hand, has a very rich cultural history that I encourage many to really um, dig into if you really want to know more about your, where, especially those in, the, in America and those of African heritage, losing that heritage i believe going back to your roots and discovering the essence of where you have come from the richness the the, the um the whole uniqueness and um i believe there's so much beauty in in the stories that ha uh, that have been lost so I, I i really encourage us to go back to the roots and find out more about the essence of where we come from and the richness that it all has. Here's an interesting fact. David, connect, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, our guest, and his name totally escapes me, and uh, he was an incredible guest, Silicon Valley guru, multiple uh, successful organizations that he's started and sold. He was uh, building schools, was he not, in Ghana because he was from there and his either grandfather or great-grandfather was the general that led the, the Ghana army from their separation from the British Empire was his Amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just connect with him. we were talking about it. Yes. He Absolutely. took so he sold all his, his companies, these tech companies started up in California, would sell them. And he would go back to Ghana and open up schools until he ran out of money. And he'd come back and he would start another company <laughs> and he would sell it and he'd get all the money and go back to Ghana and start Yeah, that's schools. what life is about. <laughs> yeah, he was a really, really cool. And it's so interesting. The two of you have just this this energy that you can really just feel. So it's, I think Ghana just went on my bucket list of places I'm definitely wow. going. You're warmly invited. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Now now I feel this from someone from there that now I can officially go. So thank you. <laughs> As we finish, I do want to know, and I do ask one one question. It's more lighthearted. Um, what did you want to be when you were a little girl? A detective. <laughs> you, that's a good one. We had not gotten yes. that one yet. Out of all the podcasts, we have not gotten detective. Oh, oh, yes. I remember saying, I think I was maybe eight years old, and I was at my friend's house. She had invited me, and her mother her mother asked me, so what, who do you want to be when you grow up? I said, a detective. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in a way, uh, really? it's, it's in a way kind of relatable to what I do now because uh, well, as much as not, it's not a detective, typical kind of um, detective work, but I do dig into the mysteries of the inner world and unravel the treasures and finding the gold dust and yeah. all that, packaging that. So, yes. I love <laughs> it. That's great. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing with us. That was, I was really looking forward to having you on and I appreciate you making time. I know you got a lot of stuff going on at home, but that was really good and i know the, the listeners will get a lot of value out of this so thank you very much for thank you for having me mark and david it's been a true pleasure so much we All will right. definitely definitely not be our last time to speak and yep. we will be in touch for sure all right thanks veronica thank you <laughs> thank you mark and i want to take a moment and thank everyone that listens and subscribes to our podcast it means a lot we're truly trying to make this one that we ourselves would find interesting and find entertaining 
Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or ideas for subjects, great brands that have risen and fallen, great case studies, or fantastic guests that you'd like to see, please reach out to us, Brandology Podcast Staff at gmail.com. That's Brandology Podcast Staff at gmail.com. Hey, David, that was another great episode. We tend to post one or two a week. Uh, unfortunately, don't really have a way of wrapping this up. No, uh, no, we really don't have anything formal or fancy or technological. Um, thank you for listening. Please follow and subscribe. Turn notifications on so that when we post the next episode, you will be notified of the new content. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Everyone, thanks for listening. <laughs>